Yo, 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 what up, what up, guys, alright, alright, so today is Saturday, February 15, 2020, it's about 3.15 in the afternoon, and I'm coming fresh off of a Valentine's Day, uh, shindig last night, went out with the bay. um, you know, it wasn't the last second thing, I wanted to do something with her, at least go out to eat. And, uh, you know, just be out, you know. You know, put forth effort, you know. It would have been easy to just be like, hey, let's just go do something on the weekend, you know. As a tigered, jaded, jaggered couple might would. But I was like, oh, you know, I at least want to take her out to something to eat and hang out for a little bit, do something. So we ended up, you know, it wasn't not planned but it was I didn't really have there was no real good movies out and it had actually been we actually talked about that before like oh we hadn't been in the movies in a while we're like well it hasn't been a good movie since Star Wars really I, I seen Underwater and I actually liked what I seen from the movie Underwater but it wasn't I didn't see that in theaters I seen it in like bootlegged um yeah, there just hasn't, there just wasn't any good movies like worth seeing. I mean, Sonic the Hedgehog came out, and I was like, I'm intrigued in watching it. I don't really know if I want to spend the money to watch it. You know, now that I spent money watching another movie, but I don't really know. Like, it, it, they went hard back in the first commercial, and then they redid Sonic, and then they did make changes. So you know, you never know what you're getting. You know. But I was vaguely interested, intrigued in watching it. Uh, but I was looking last night and I was sold out. Like, all of it, all the seats everywhere were sold out. So I was like, damn, like, I think that was everybody's thought. You know, Sonic the Hedgehog is one of those movies, you know, it's like, it's new, you know, possibly could possibly be entertaining or fun or whatever you want to call it. So. I was searching around, you know. Got home kind of late. I was actually work kind of late yesterday. It's about seven. I got home by seven. But um, I knew I was gonna get something to eat first. I was like, you know, we'll get something, get something to eat, eat some dinner, get something in me to eat. That way, you know, I could at least get we get that done instead of eating super super late so we ate we went to in and out um out here where i live in rialto i had me a double uh a number one which is a double double with grilled onions and animal sauce fries and they got uh the same thing minus tomatoes and whatnot so we ate there, and I was packed, you know, and talking about her work a little bit, you know. And I don't, I don't like, you know. I know some people are like, you know, don't don't talk to me about work or this or that. But to me, her work is fascinating um, because it just blows my mind. Like it literally blows my mind to smithereens, like 
it's hard to understand it. Um, she works in the gambling industry at a local gamble establishment, a local casino. Uh, the Indian tribes here, and it's just the amount of money that they make. Not, I, I take her word for it that they make anywhere between twenty to thirty million dollars a day in gambling money. You know. I'm not going to dispute that because seemingly they have a lot of money. But it's just, it's just, it kind of, I don't know how to describe it. And I was telling her, I was like, you know, it just kind of like, I don't, I can't, I don't see it. Like, I just, I can't understand it. Like, I don't understand it. There's a lot of rich people in Hollywood and this, that, and the other thing, but that's not, her it's not like that like rich people don't go and gamble at her casino I don't believe obviously somebody's going in gambling because they're making a shitload of money but it's just so damn odd like like you know it's just she was telling she tells me stories about people just sitting there at the machine and spending like 10 grand just hitting the slot machines not winning shit you think after like two three four five hundred bucks you'd stop like switch the fucking machine or you know go out and hop on a different machine but it's just mind-boggling maybe the people think they can win they can win they can win they're gonna get it back they're gonna hit the premium gambling five dollars a little tap you know like like shit stop Take a break, you know. Like I don't know the point of it. Like I just don't like. Damn, like I don't get it. So I find her work very fascinating for many reasons. I mean, that's that's the main thing. Aside from the the other little drama that she tells me that happens behind the scenes, and you know, all the kind of crazy things that can happen at the casinos. Like it's just, it just kind of blows me away a little bit. You know, so we chatted up about that. I chatted, you know, it was like I asked her how her day went, you know, how my day went, what I had cooking, you know, coming up with these projects. I got several projects coming up. You know, I just I have these things, you know, talking about these, going over dinner. And then we started talking about, you know, what we were going to see for the movies. And she was like, well, we could, we don't have to go to the movies. And I was like, no, well, we're right here. Like, I was like, go just relax, you know. And she's right. We didn't, haven't gone to the movies in a while. There hasn't been too many good movies. But lo and behold, I found some tickets for a movie called <laughs> the Harley Quinn movie, uh, Birds of Prey. And uh, man, that that's where I'm going to hit the Valentine's Day it's going to be a Valentine's Day special plus a Birds of Prey review plus, you know, just me getting the episode up since the Super Bowl, which was like damn near two weeks ago, I think. But I, I'm surprised I didn't do another, but I didn't have anything. Actually, I was going to do something last weekend, but something major came up out the blue. Actually, last weekend, last Thursday... Uh, I hit the shit hit the fan, so to speak. So I hadn't, 
I wasn't able to do because I was originally gonna go maybe see the UFC fights, or I was gonna do something last weekend, and I just couldn't, and I didn't get an episode up because I'm having car trouble. And I can get into that before I jump into the Birds of Prey. So last last week, uh, all of last week, last week, this week is already the said the fifteenth. The last week would have been. Um, I don't even know, like the eighth or something. I'm not entirely sure. Maybe the sixth. Whatever the last Monday was, the Monday after the Super Bowl. Uh, I took my mom's car to the neighborhood mechanic because something. Now she has a 2014 Nissan Sentra. 2014 Nissan Sentra EF or FE Plus, Fuel Efficient Plus. You know, I bought it. It's damn near paid for. Um, and like I said I took it to my friend the mechanic because there is some sort of rattling going around down the front end of it now you know the good mechanic I'm like you know what sounds like the fucking brakes I take it to my mechanic like you know what it makes a lot of noise like can hear it when you're driving I'm like I think it's the brakes and he's like well it doesn't look like the brakes but I mean when when have you changed the brakes and I start thinking to myself damn I don't know when anybody's changed the brakes so yeah I guess it's time to change the brakes maybe the bearings are these maybe the axle's grinding in there you know you don't never know what's going the fuck on with the car maybe a belt is loose something is up so I leave the car with him that's like on a Monday I pick up the car, I believe on Wednesday because I was busy Tuesday. So I pick up the car from on Wednesday, pick it up. And I'm like, yo, like, how is it possible that the fucking car sounds worse than when I left it? Like the rattling is now increasing. So I'm like, he's like, you know what? I, everything in the motor is fine. You know, obviously the car starts and this and that. The brakes are fine. You got fluids. There's only so many other possibilities. It could be. He's like, you should check the transmission And immediately I went home And googled symptoms for my car Like a good guy does You google You google You know I'm sick I got a little red bumps On my fucking bottom of my foot I got uh, You know I had a pain in my lower back You know I got You know White stuff coming out of my ear Or you know You got Coughing up, you know, dark brown mucus. You know, what are the symptoms? You Google MD this shit. So you Google MD. Very first thing I do is Google Nissan Sentra transmission or Nissan 2014 Nissan Sentra issues. And the very first thing that comes up, the very first, the most prominent thing is transmission failures at right as the vehicle's right as a vehicle's warranties expire and I'm thinking god damn it no fucking way so I don't know when my warranty expired I know I had the car the car had 64,000 miles thought maybe had 70,000 miles or 75,000 miles or 65,000 miles you know something maybe I don't you know I don't you know when you buy the car the warranty it's kind of one of those things you kind of forget about as the time goes on. Because you're like, well, 
I have warranty for so long, you know. As long as you don't fuck shit up, you know, the warranty should be good. So I was like, okay, mom. So this was like on Thursday. I was like, Let, just take the car, figure it out to Nissan. See first, see when the warranty's up. So I think that was on Friday. She took the car on Friday to Nissan, and now I had when I found out that they were going to charge me one hundred fifty dollars, and it turns out they were going to, I I immediately put a stop to them because I was like, no. Like, I already more or less knew what was wrong with the car. Well, the, the whole thing was it was out of warranty. So she took it. I thought, okay, maybe it's in the warranty. She, my mother relayed to me that, no, that the warranty just expired. And this is where I began to, like, kind of... My weekend last weekend went downhill from here. I found out the car was... The warranty has expired. You know, I thought, damn, maybe we'll get lucky and we'll take it before the warranty is expired. So, but I found out the warranty is expired and I found out that it expires at five years, 60,000 miles. I'm thinking to myself, what lucky fucking coincidence that I'm just outside of five years and I'm just outside of the 60,000 miles and this shit pops up on me. So, I, I regroup. Okay, well, let me call around. You know, because the transmissions, you think, you think, you know, seven, eight hundred bucks, you know, I could do that. Fix that motherfucker. Keep 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 the wheel spinning. The fucking transmissions are three grand themselves, and that's at like your little hole in the wall guy that's gonna refurbish your shit. You know, only a uh, like a ten thousand one year guarantee on the transmission. You know, your base level shit. So I'm thinking, damn, it's gonna cost me three thousand bones. I only owe like. Less than 3000 on the car. Now I'm out of warranty. And the problem escalated to a boiling point. And I was thinking, motherfucker. Like, so I put a stop to them diagnosing the car. I was like, oh, I'm going to put my brakes there. I've got to regroup here and think, strategize this. Because, you know, I'm not about to pick up payments, you know, to fix the car. You know, I'm not about to buy a new car. I'm not about to do nothing. Till I get a clear direction of what the fuck I'm going to do. So, you know, I was a couple of conversations with my mother. What does she want to do with the car? We can fix it. It's not that much. She can use my car because my car is like still pretty new. And my car is just, my car is my car. I don't use it. I have a pickup that I use for work. Um, my car, you know, I just leave it at the home and I use it to go do estimates and I just have the car. I mean, my Kia, like I said, my Kia Spectre had died many, many years ago. Well, I had bought it many, many years ago. It lasted up until recently. I bought another car, figuring, you know, can't be stranded, yada, yada, yada. She can use my car while we figure out what's going to happen with this car. You know, no, we don't want to fix it. No, we can't. I, in reality, I can't be with her. I could, I could have lasted some while without a car. But, you know, I just... The, the, the thing is this. My my mother's car would be down now Because I wasn't... I didn't feel like putting $3,000 right now to fix it. Uh, especially since I haven't finished paying for it. You know. And then, if you Google enough... You find out that 
there's something wrong with the CVT transmissions in the Nissan Sentras. And even if you fixed, even if you dumped the money into it, there's always going to be, once you have that kind of a car, there's always going to be some sort of a transmission issue with it on the car, even if they put two, three, four transmissions in it. So now I'm looking at it like, wow, this is a main problem with Nissan. I'm thinking down the road, damn, my car is going to have these issues. What the fuck am I going to do? So, um, after relaying this conversation, mulling over things all Friday and Saturday with my mother, what are we going to do? We can fix it. Maybe we can, uh, you know, look around for somebody. Some things. No, I don't want to pick up a payment. No, I still got things paying for it. I'm trying to get paid off. You know, I'm not trying to hamp- hamper down myself this way. You know, what's if, well, here's an idea. What's if we go get a used car? What's if we make a lateral move? Because I don't owe much on the car. I could trade it in, get just get rid of it in a sense, in, in essence. Pick up another car, hopefully get the payments for like three or four years. You know, something cheap. Start looking around. Anyways, I looked around my local used car dealerships. I find a Kia Soul for like ten grand. Okay, well this could be this could make sense. Maybe I'll get a thousand dollars for my Nissan, which is what about what they're gonna give me, like eight hundred bucks. We use that money as a down payment on the Kia Soul. We get some extended warranty, like for three years, forty-five thousand miles, enough to cover something to cover the car loan, and we get just into a different car, something newer. So we were looking around. That's what the game plan was. That's what we landed on. If I'm gonna, if I have to bite the bullet because you know we're just gonna figure out another car another vehicle to roll around in because this Nissan just out of the blue just popped up and it really popped up in in, in my wheelhouse within the last couple of weeks like I know my mother has said it was making some sort of a noise or it felt a little jerky but didn't pay no attention to it myself I didn't drive it you know could be she just drives a little rough you know whatever I drove it immediately I didn't feel no jerking but you could just hear Noises that sounded like the brakes, and they sounded like the wheels were gonna fall off. To be honest with you, like making all kinds of screeching noises and clinking noises, they just sounded like the fucking wheels were gonna fall off. But anyways, the decision is made to try to move laterally. You know, is get something with the warranty that's gonna cover the car and just roll roll it you mean we're already paying the car loan as long as I don't have to put a down payment blah 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 you know and that'll be it so we went to our friendly neighborhood dealer we shot the numbers I got a good look at what I was looking at we didn't pull the trigger walked out of there no car well actually you know the people at R&B Auto Center right here by where I live phenomenal guys pretty much I would I would have 
if it was my personal vehicle and my mother's car was fine, if it was the other way around, you know, see, I probably would have picked up their car because I don't use my car as much. She could have taken the newer car. Uh, I that would have been the most likely move. So no, no shade to those guys. They were right in the wheelhouse. I wouldn't have coughed up a penny. But this car is for my mother. I, for all intents and purposes, uh, the car that she has that is broken down now. I was going to pay it off and just give it to her. You know, been paying it off. I've been paying for it ever since I bought it. Give it to her, and I. My goal was to keep her in that car. You know, the car gets paid off this year. It gets paid off in a few months now. My goal was to have her drive that for four, five, six more years. You know, that's you figure the car is going to last ten years or so. You know, get some good miles out of it. You know, maybe even keep it longer than that. Maybe you know. That was my whole train of thought buying the car. You know, get, get something good, dependable, and just keep it, you know. So, anyways, we walked out of there without a car. And we, I was like, well, you know, let's go look up at the Kias because I had a Kia before. They have some Kia Souls for... That's what we're... I don't know. We were looking at the Kia Souls to start. Um, I really like the Kia Souls. Uh... Bay has one, ironically, and then we were just looking at the Kia Souls at, you know, the Kia dealership, you know, because of the warranties and this and that and the other thing. So we went and looked at the used Kia Souls there, and I really liked the Kia Soul, but then we started crunching numbers, and immediately they got, they got conf- I got confronted with, they wanted like $650 for a car payment, told them no not happening I need something in the 350 range like, well, what can you do can you do 450 can you do 550 can you do 500 can you do 420 no I'm gonna be three something that's all there is to it like and I'm not putting more than like two or three thousand dollars down it's just not it's just not happening I don't even want to put that money down my mom has money that she could put down but was not gonna put anything more than I wasn't I was not gonna cop up six thousand that's what they wanted no, I'm not gonna be fucking half the car, and then have a, a ridiculous payment. Ridiculous! Don't be ridiculous. So they're telling me that it's gonna be like three or four hundred bucks, three thousand down for like seventy-two months, which is six years. I told them no. I'll wait a year. I'll rebuild my credit. Things on my stuff get paid off. My mom can build credit. I'll walk and leave out of here without a car because the payments that they're trying to give me, I can get a new car for it uh, anywhere else. I'll go over to Nissan. I'll go over to Toyota, wherever else. So I said, well, then let's look at a new car. Let's look at a new car. Okay, well, let's look at a new car. But I'm telling you, this is what the numbers are for what they are. That's just what it is. I already know. I already bought two new cars in recent memory. I know they should be about the 350 360 range, uh, $2,000 down for the six years. Like, that's just what everybody's where you're at. So 
we went out and looked at the new car. I was looking at the Kia Soul. I was like, no, it's too expensive. Look at these Kia Rios. Sat in the Kia Rio. And to me, it is their smallest car. But it honestly fits. It can fit four people. We test drove it four people. My mother doesn't drive with four people hardly ever. It's her. It's maybe my nephew. It's maybe me and her. Maybe me and her. Maybe my niece. I mean, maybe her and my niece. It, it's usually two people maximum in their car. Maybe three at the most. Four is a rare occurrence. Nobody really drives around with four people in the car. You know, the Suburbans of old, the Chevy Astrovans of old, there's four, five, six people in the car. It's not... Uh, this is not what we do anymore. It just hasn't been that way for many, many years. And... You know, so we get into this key roll, and I'm like, well, what is it going to cost? What, just give me the numbers. Well, let's run this. Let's do this. Let's sit down. What can you come up with? Like, look, I already told you. you can get the 360 for the six. We'll come up with, like, 3000 down. 2000 right now and 1000 in a week or two. Yeah, if, if that's the number we're working with, and, they, and you, will you sign up today? Yeah, I'll sign the right the fuck up right now. Make it happen. Like, now I'm walking out of here with nothing. We're going to just come back. I'll go find another car and a better deal somewhere else. So, you know, an hour goes by. You know, they finally, it's three sixty a month. Six years, the 10-year, $100,000 mile warranty. The salesman's happy. The finance guy's happy. The, everybody's happy. They made a sale. You know, like I got some got some money so that whole fiasco that whole process was last weekend which completely drained me both mentally uh physically actually because we were at the dealership from about 9 30 in the morning all the way to about we didn't get done out of the dealerships about 3 30 and then um then we went to go eat and i didn't get home we didn't get home till like about 5.30 that evening and I was like completely exhausted man I was fucking I was like oh like you know just I'm still bummed out about the Nissan Sentra that is in the shop currently and you know I'm just bu- I just bummed out you know like totally bummed out like uh, you know, I was exhausted. You know, it was an exhausting weekend last weekend. So, last weekend was last weekend. That's what's up. That's why the episode didn't get up. But I just gave you the rundown of what happened. Um, but flash forward to what actually occurred. So, my mother put money to a new car. She was able to qualify for a new car. Like I said, 10 years, 100,000 miles. I, we're ba- I went back to Kia. I'm confident in Kia because I had a Kia before and I know that at least the 10 years, 100,000 miles, that'll take the car through all the payments and it'll leave me with a couple years beyond that. So I don't have I don't have to worry about the car motor blowing up for some time or the transmission going out for some time on the car. You know, hope God willing there's no... Uh, there's no crashes, there's no, you know, nobody fucking wrecks or nothing like that, you know, hopefully, you know, so no, want to, don't want to put any bad negative energy, but 
out there. But so my car, my personal vehicle is a 2016 Nissan Sentra. Um, which I which I just got. I'm like, I only got thirteen thousand left on it. It's, it's in the wheelhouse of getting paid off here in the next two years or so, two and a half years. Um, my mother signed up for a Kia Rio, which I just explained three sixty a month for sixty two months. Uh, three thousand down. She qualifies now. She's gonna build up her own credit again, and start over brand new. You know, and I told her. My car gets paid off. Her car gets paid off. Her old Nissan Sentra gets paid off. All that gets paid off relatively soon. So after a couple of years, she can help me with these first couple of years. Because she's also heading for retirement. That's another little wrinkle. You know, once retirement hits, you know, she's not going to have the big paychecks that she comes. She's probably going to have enough to do the house payment, maybe some utilities, and maybe that's about it. This new car, I could pick back up down the road in two or three years which I, which I don't got a problem with you know get me out of the cars I have now but what ended up happening is now I have a case going against Nissan because I want them to fix my fucking transmission because now I found out that their transmissions are faulty I want it fixed if they cannot fix it I'm just gonna flat out just get rid of the car I'm gonna be like you know what you keep the car repo it because i'm not going to pay no more but i don't the car is worth more than i owe on it so they should just wipe my slate clean of that or it's in the it's in the it was already diagnosed at their dealership basically told me yeah there's a transmission you're right just outside of warranty they're going to see if they can what they can do they're going to allegedly see what nissan will say if they can help me out nissan has already contacted me several times seeing if i'm willing to trade the vehicle in and get a lifetime warranty on a newer vehicle which i have explicitly said no at least seven times no i don't want to trade it no i don't care to get a trade no i don't want to pick it no just no i don't want to pick up the payment myself for another six years no got bigger fish to fry in the next couple of years then Paying off car loans, car notes for no fucking reason. No. So that car is currently in the shop at the Nissan dealership by where I live. My Nissan, I still have it. My personal Nissan. Um, which now I'm like, damn it. I just, I have that sneaky suspicion with the way my luck goes that I'm going to get fucking hammered down the road with the same fucking problem so this is where this is where I'm at I have two Nissan Sentras currently and now we just picked up a Kirio depending on how these motherfuckers treat me with this Nissan Sentra will determine whether or not I just flat out get rid of my car here like as as soon as possible Um, I'm gonna look for a way to get rid of it if they don't help me I'm gonna look for a way to get rid of um, my mother's Nissan as well because if they if they're not gonna help me and I got a three thousand dollar transmission to fix, I'm not gonna put that into the car knowing full well that I've already Googled and knowing that you know I've already Googled knowing the results. So you know you take it for what it is. 
But anyways, that was last week, and I had that whole ordeal. You know, there was a hectic three days. Now, back to this weekend, you know, yeah, and Birds of Prey, you know, I got completely sidetracked there going on and on about the car. But going back to Birds of Prey, um, in my official Valentine's Day movie review, I, I didn't, you know, I had only seen online the joke was that it bombed. The movie bombed. Um, now, you never really know why a movie bombs. They said, everybody said that the movie was actually good, but just nobody was no interest in it. Which I totally understand why. But at the same time, you know, you can't believe what the internet tells you 100% because. The internet will clown on movies, and some movies are like I feel like are okay. The internet will clown on, you know, different things, and the movie does well. Like the Fast and Furious is going to be rated really poor on Rotten Tomatoes, but the movie is going to make a billion dollars, you know. And there's, you know, you just never know. And then people are like, you know, the movie is good. You know, a lot of people get behind. You know, it is a DC movies, Harley Quinns, Joker's, Batman. I don't really care for said characters and you know all the dc fans are going to declare in one voice that it's the best movie of all times the best iteration of harley quinn and finally we got a female bad character that's got a lead role like you know that's this is what the dc crowd will tell you like that they're doing different than marvel oh you know harley quinn you know there is no harley quinn in the marvel well you know that is true that is true, but you know, and and she got her own standalone movie, and it's really good. It's, it stays true to the story, you know, to who she is, and blah 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 blah. You know, no, I, so you hear that out there. You also hear a bomb, so you kind of wanted. There was a little bit of like you want curiosity there, but anyway, I went to go see it. You know, after we had it, and I went to go. I bought tickets for this movie. I was like, okay, well, sit down and watch. You know, Sonic was sold out. I wasn't going to see Fantasy Island because I don't know what the fuck that is even, even is. I really wanted to see kind of 1917-2, but that was sold out. Didn't have much choices. Birds of Prey it is. And I got to tell you, the movie, to me, is just pretty monotone. I, and actually, I don't really know if it's monotone more so than my perception that I've the whole time I felt like Wonder Woman or the Joker or Batman or Aquaman or fucking the Flash or somebody was going to pop up in the fucking movie, you know, for a little bit. You know, obviously, you don't want... And maybe that's the problem that Marvel has with these other movies. You Like, Marvel, like... If it's an Iron Man, you kind of want to see a little bit of Captain America. You maybe want to see a little bit of Thor action. Or maybe you want him chit-chatting with Doctor Strange. You know, doesn't have to be the whole movie. could just be a minute or two-minute total of scenes, you know, here and there. Kind of like what they did with Thor Ragnarok. You know, kind of like what they do at Ant-Man and the Wasp and, and all these other things, you know. There's a tie-in. 
there is tie-ins to the Suicide Squad aspect of, but it is not tied in directly. There's nobody shows up. So the movie is truly Harley Quinn's solo movie because there's there's not even a, a actual image of the Joker. There's I think they reference Batman slightly. I mean this is this is just and I was kind of hoping that, that I was like, well, I wonder if Wonder Woman is going to show up to help her out or any any number of things like that. I was just thinking in the back of my head. I was like, I wonder if anybody from the Suicide because the Suicide Squad had a lot to do with, you know, that Batman that was Ben Affleck. That's no longer. Maybe that's why he didn't show up, but they could have put the Joker in. They could have put Wonder Woman in, you know, at least. If not a little cameo, at least a full blown, maybe a minute or two. Like you, I, that's what I was thinking. Like it was gonna show up, something was gonna show up, and nobody ever shows up. I spoil the movie right now. Nobody shows up. It's a truly Harley Quinn's movie, and if you haven't seen it, I don't. Not a lot of people, I guess, have seen it, but I just think it's really monotone. It's pretty straightforward. Pretty, uh, just pretty straightforward. And I think it, I, I was talking to my girl, and she said it was a little bit cheesy, and it is. But I think it's intentionally made that way because Harley Quinn is a jester, a jester, and kind of it doesn't really get the whole clown aspect to it. Even though she's a jester and, you know, but I don't really think her character is that, was that strong in Suicide Squad. Uh, her character is definitely not that strong in this one either. Um, and then I don't know, like, they tried, see, to me, the movie is dark toned as is the problem with you know DC's all of DC's movies it just has that dark tone like dark colors and even the bright colors that we, that she had on like her pinks looked dark it was like a dark pink it wasn't even a, like a, a neon like they should have brightened that movie up to the maximum level of brightness uh and it just it just overall was just like a dark not really another part of it wasn't funny. Like there was not that many very like I don't recall anybody in the movie actually laughing at anything. Even though it was supposed to be kind of like a I think it was in the middle of trying to be funny. Like at some parts. But they kinda of went to the serious route. Which is another thing that DC does. I don't really get. Like. Comic book characters are comic book. They're not supposed to be. Cheesy corny. Uh, well actually they are. You know. But that's the thing that Marvel does. I mean. Mar- Marvel is fun. It's a fun thing. You know. Um, it's just a total. Like I just. I just felt. It was just flat. The movie was kind of flat. Uh, 
the villain was flat as well. I mean, uh, McGregor, Ewan McGregor, bless his soul. I mean, I love the man's, most of the man's stuff he's done, but he is not that good of a bad guy. doesn't come off as a bad guy at all. Um, he's known as, I don't even know the name of this. I couldn't even tell you. They killed him off. They blew him up. Um, I think the one bright spot to the movie was the pickpocketing, pickpocket character, the young Asian girl. I don't know her name. Um, also the black, the girl that played the black canary kind of, to me kind of stood out is she's got some sort of superpower that her voice could be really loud and deafening and I don't know. Like, it just seemed to me... And then there was the Huntress or the Crossbow Killer or whatever you want to call that. Um, Who the fuck are these people? But yeah, it's just... It just... I mean, it was... And actually, the movie was kind of clunky. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, to me, okay. Deadpool. Deadpool was a certain type of way, right? Like, I don't know if you guys watched. I'm watching these people park next to my car, and they're like right up on my car, and I don't get that for anything. But, anyways, Deadpool. Was oh, hold on, I'll be right back, guys. Hold up, anyways. I'm back, guys. Actually, like two days later, so my nephew's mom and sister rolled up on me. That's who it was, park parking close close to me, and I didn't under I didn't understand right away, you know, I couldn't figure out who was coming up on me I was like damn what they're parking right in front of my house for like wasn't expecting all that but um back to Harley Quinn to me it was supposed to kind of be like Deadpool like it's got I actually followed like the same kind of formula of Deadpool 1 and 2 like a hard rated R you know and also, Deadpool was supposed to be funny. Well, actually, Deadpool was funny. I don't, I don't got a problem with Deadpool. Um, mixed it with some seriousness. And honestly, like, a lot of the movie, it kind of resembled Deadpool. Like, that's what they were going for. Like, this was going to be Harley Quinn, but the female version of Deadpool. Or the female version of that type of a movie. Uh, but it never really... To me, it wasn't overly funny. In a sense. And, and also... Um, you know... To me, the, the timeline of her telling the story... Of how she assembled her birds of prey... Um, it didn't make any sense in the beginning. Because then it actually... Then it went straight forward... 
Yeah, it just was kind of clunky, man. I mean, a lot of DC fans will tell you it was like the greatest Harley Quinn movie ever, probably. And perhaps it is. I mean, maybe this is the best iteration we got so far. When every movie is the best iteration that you get so far, I mean. But the movie just felt kind of clunky. Like, I don't know how to describe it other than tell you I, I felt it was clunky. Um, and what I mean was it just kind of like it was supposed to be serious. Like the guy is cutting people's faces off. Um, you know, he was about ready to kill Harley Quinn and she stopped. Um, you know, the girl that her family was butchered, Huntress. Um, or the prosperous killer, or whatever you want to call her. You know, towards the end, she killed everybody, and she was like, "Oh, well, I'm, like leaving. I'm going home now." And they were like, "No, we had like team up." She's like, "Oh, okay, like, oh, 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 we're gonna team up now." And then, you know, the canary was. I guess she had superpowers, but. She didn't realize it to the very end, and I didn't I actually didn't get it. Um, how could she not have known? Um, Ewan McGregor, I I liked. There's some things I liked about his characters. Other things I didn't like. Um. But his character to me kind of wasn't a good villain. Like, he actually didn't do anything. I guess he was a mob boss. He had Hitman, but he didn't really do much. Like, he, his whole part of the story was, I think, was rather forgettable, and actually they didn't really even need him. Um,. Yeah, I mean, it was just a kind of like overall it was just kind of clunky. Like, like it would start and then stop and then switch gears. Um, it was just, I think it was just a big giant. Like, they should have gone a different direction. I think. Like, they should have had just had Carly Quinn by herself fighting people maybe or they didn't need to do the team up yet they could have just had those characters they didn't need to team up they could have saved a cliffhanger for part 2 they didn't really save any anything for a part 2 I mean they're a team but they're not like a team team per se they're not um Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I got the distinct feeling that they're sort of a team, but they're sort of not. But they're do-gooders, but they're also some bad guys. I don't know. I mean, and then they try to incorporate elements of Suicide Squad in there as well. And I don't, know. I don't think Suicide Squad really worked for me either. And I watched that one, regrettably so. 
But I, yeah, I don't know, like, I just didn't really get the hang of the movie at all. And I'm not really bad-mouthing other actors, so I don't think it was the actor. I think it was really just the direction. Just really the direction. Like, they try to, they try to pull in the Deadpool scenario. They try to pull in a little bit of Suicide Squad. They try to pull in this team up, like the Avengers or the Justice League. Like, they had their own little team. When the Joker, the one that Joaquin Phoenix did, he, I think that excelled because he was by himself. Um, and I think this should have been what Harley Quinn did. Like, she should have gone through, obviously she went through the breakup, but she should have had, like, a really long, bad, you know, time on screen and then somehow, like, pull it together towards the end like some sort of kooky or some sort of badass way like you know like she wasn't gonna take no more shit but yeah I don't know like they had to try to incorporate the canary the huntress the cop Harley Quinn you know and then nobody else showed up like I said there was I was kind of waiting for Wonder Woman or somebody to show up with the girls and be like you know what are you doing I'm gonna like kick your ass and like you know there's no continuity there just I don't get why DC didn't do it um it's in the universe but it's they didn't really add any of their characters in it not even a cameo glimpse not even a nothing which is to me kind of sad that they'd really let that happen um there's nothing at the end of the movie to even stay for to talk about Batman she drops the word Batman and then it just ends it's like wow you guys are still here what's funny I got this thing on Bat- Batman fu-. and that's how it ends like it's literally how it ends now I kind of look at the movie back at it like it I liked the characters I liked there's some things I like about it um the young like I said the young girl the pickpocket um I thought her story was phenomenal actually she just got entangled in like some big deep cover mess which is kind of the kind of the motivation for most movies you know she gets caught in the crossfire but she's also criminal but uh, <coughs> I like that they try to get her to poop out the diamond which I think she did uh, the guy who was actually cutting up people I don't know his name but he was a cool character he's kind of hipsterish kind of villainish it's an interesting take on a villain um, the end battle takes place in a fun house. I mean, it, there's some good elements to it. I just thought it was really dark towards the end. But it could have been more bright. Uh, a lot more bright. But then again, like I said, this, most of the story was clunky. Most of the story was very, very, very clunky. Very corny, cheesy very 
not cohesive in any sort of sense of the uh, sense of the anything was not cohesive at all like it was just really like I can only give it like a 6 out of a 10 maybe even a 5 like if you're a really fan of the Harley Quinn obviously there's things you're gonna love about it but there's also things you're gonna hate about it and that's coming I think even from the hardcore DC fans like yeah there's just things you're gonna hate about the movie um, you know, but anyways, that was my Valentine's Day weekend and the week before this weekend, I'm prepping to head out to New York come the 26th. So I'm only nine days away, roughly, well, you know, before I head out to New York and tell you all my travel details there. You know, so stay tuned, everybody. You know, I'm sorry I didn't, haven't been active on here, but I'll get back into the mix, doing some movie reviews. Uh, we did the Super Bowl wrap up last last time through, predicts and the wrap up, and now you know, gotta talk at length about the Harley Quinn movie. Now I wanted to go see Sonic, and I still may go see Sonic. It was sold out when I went. I heard it was really good, enjoyable. Exciting were the words I heard about it. And honestly, that's how that movie's supposed to be. So I kind of figure it was going to be kind of entertaining. Um, I'm still... I haven't heard anything negative about the movie. But I still think... The movie will suffer if there's no mention of Tails or Knuckles or any of those two characters. Now, I need to see the movie. But if there's... Even a cameo or, you know, like I said, I haven't seen the movie, but if there's a cameo of Knuckles or he's hinted at, you know, dog, like that movie could be, it could be like a five. It could go all the way up to like an eight or nine. It depends on, I would need to see it. I need, I would need to see it. I hope it's a good movie. I don't know if I am going to see it in the movie theaters, but I hope, I hope I get, uh, I kind of want to because it's the only movie that's coming out for time being that I want to see uh, the Black Widow comes out and Morbius down the road Godzilla down the road, I'm waiting for trailers on that um, there's some movies coming out this year that I'm like gung-ho about seeing so stay tuned everybody We'll be, uh, I'll be back with another episode later this week late